Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Nine minutes after 9 a.m. In for Tommy Tucker on this December the 13th, 2023. 11 days till Christmas Eve. 12 days until Christmas Day and just 28 days left. I'm sorry, just 18 days left in the year 2023. How about that? You know, we do a segment uh, between 5 a.m. and 6 a.m. often that I call, What is Wrong with People here on WWL? Have you seen the video of this guy in Los Angeles who has a quarter-million-dollar Lamborghini and apparently decided to be a good idea to use his $250,000 luxury sports car as a French fry volcano. Apparently, the exhaust on the Lamborghini is on the back of the vehicle, and it exhausts upward instead of out toward the street. So he stopped at McDonald's, bought a large French fries, dumped them into the exhaust pipe. Well, yes, and the video's gone viral of the French fries shooting 30, 40 feet into the air as they give it the gas on this Lamborghini. <laughs> Actually, it looks like he put two large French fries in there and the the French fry, you know, thing. The <laughs> Yeah. I, I, well, I don't know. The video's gone viral. He's gotten the attention, I guess, that he wanted. And uh, there you go. No, I, I guess it's okay, but yeah, I don't think I'd risk it. I don't. Yeah, and the last thing you want is you know French fries stuck in your exhaust system because then everywhere you drive, you're smelling French fries and you're staying hungry all the time because there's nothing like the smell of French fries to get you hungry. So there is that. Thank you, and thank you, Courtney. Enjoyed you spending time with you this morning here on WWL First News. Jeff Nowak, our WWL Saints sideline reporter, is joining us now. Morning, Jeff. Hey, Dave. How you doing? I'm doing all right. It's a beautiful, sunshiny day and uh, no rain in the forecast until maybe Saturday. So uh, feeling good. The Saints. Yeah, see, this is the time of year where my feet are always cold and, and, and I'm sad about that. <laughs> but, you know, I'll, I'll suffer. I'll, Fuzz, I'll be fine. Don't fuzzy worry wool me. socks, Jeff. Fuzzy wool socks. <laughs> <laughs> Although then the problem is if you, you put the socks on and your feet get too hot, then they start sweating and take them off and then they're super cold. So, but, uh, true. yeah. Yeah. There's no winning. There's no winning. Ah, move, uh, move further south. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go to the equator. Um, the Saints have been shopping around for running backs. Why are they looking for a running back 
at this point in the season? Yeah, I mean, I think at any point in the season uh, when you have just roster spots available, you have the ability to add players, you're looking to add players where you can. Um, at this point, I think it's it's probably a combination of two things. Like people will look and say, well, this is because Kendra Miller is still dealing with the ankle injury and he's going to end up on IR. That could happen. I'm not sure. But I think it's probably more geared toward, well, you don't have Kendra Miller and you're still unsure of when he might be back. And you have Taysom Hill dealing with uh, foot and hand injuries. And so right now you have Alvin Kamara and Jamal Williams. And really, look at the roster. If one of those guys went down, what would you do? Um, you know, would you elevate Jordan Mims from the practice squad? So I think that's probably what it's geared toward is you are very thin at running back right now. And in the past, you would have been able to say, well, Taysom Hill can, can pick up the slack if you do go down. You do have one of those guys go down right now. You can't do that. So I think that's, you know, that's why you look at a guy like James Robinson who has had success in this league, though. If anyone's looking at that rookie season and saying, oh, this is the guy they're getting, you know, I'd, I'd caution you. Uh, against that because you know he's had chances to latch on with multiple teams and it hasn't hasn't gone very well so um so yeah, i think Robinson it's really just a, a numbers game at running back yeah all right so now you've got some depth at that position but others would look at it and right. say well hold on they're they're not running the ball very much even against the panthers this past sunday when they were having huge success averaging what four and a half yards a carry they got away from the running game and tried to pass the ball uh in some obvious running uh you know situations yeah, I think that's more, you know, you didn't run a ton of plays. You weren't very good on third down. Uh, and, and to me, that's kind of where, you know, I think you, you ran the ball well, right? Like I think Alvin had 12 carries for 50-something yards. Jamal had 11 carries for 49 yards, I want to say, which is his best game of the year, right? So, you know, I, I think I really think it comes down to you just didn't sustain any offense. And when you don't convert on third down, you don't get as many plays. And you don't get as many plays, you don't you the run the run attempts isn't going to be the, the number you want. Um, but yeah, I, I think they probably would have loved to have run the ball more. The Panthers kind of force you to run the ball. They take away everything over the top. They make passing games look anemic. Um, and you have to execute underneath and the saints weren't able to do that well enough in that game, at least not until the fourth quarter. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's really just about depth. Gotcha. And the Saints now coming off of the win over a team that they had to beat. It was a must win, and they won. And I, and, and I keep saying, you know, that's the first step uh, in success is you win the must wins. Now they have another game that would be pretty good idea to win if you want to stay in any sort of playoff hunt. And they've got the Giants coming to town with a third-string quarterback. Uh, what's your gut telling you about this one is the uh, line on the game? I think the Saints are four-and-a-half or five-point favorites. Yeah, I mean the way I put it is like, you know, the Panthers were the Panthers were the iceberg and you avoided it, avoided it, right? And no one's gonna go no one's gonna say congratulations, you didn't sink. Um, but you know, it's like what do you call the Titanic that didn't hit the iceberg? It's just a big boat that floats. So that's kind of where you are. And now you have a Giants team that's playing well. A, there's a lot of teams, if you look at the standings, like it's easy to say six and seven, man, what went wrong, right? You look at the standings and half the league is either six and seven seven and six or, or, or eight and five, right? It's like everyone's kind of right in that pack. The Giants are sitting there at five and eight, and they've won three games. They have this rookie quarterback that everyone's having a great time watching. Tommy Cutlets, uh, Tommy DeVito over there. He's got like, he's like the stereotypical New Yorker, New Jersey guy. Um, but yeah, they're playing well. It's a team that's playing well. And it's kind of the opposite of, you know, I don't think that the Giants are, are a very, or a great team or even a good team, but they're playing well. 
And so that's kind of the opposite of what you had with the Panthers, who there are there is talent on that team, but they're just still not playing well. And that's how you go one and twelve is you're an average team that doesn't play well. Uh, uh, and so the Giants, they kind of they force you to you know block up the quarterback, right? Like they have two good edge rushers, they have a very good defensive tackle in Dexter Lawrence. Kayvon Thibodeau has twelve sacks on the season. He's really come on in the second season. Aziz Ojolari is another talented pass rusher. They have a first round draft pick at Deontay Banks at corner on the opposite side. Uh, you know, they have another talented cornerback, right? Like, so there's, there's talent on that team. It's mostly concentrated on the defensive side. On the offensive side, you have Saquon Barkley, who's going to do Saquon Barkley, Barkley things. You watch B. John Robinson. They're very similar players in that you can stop them all game, but then inevitably they're going to break something and you're going to be like, whoa, what happened? Uh, so it's going to be a challenge. You know, it's a game that I think the Saints, if they want to consider themselves to be uh, a serious contender to make the playoffs. That's the game you have to go win. You're at home. They're coming off a short week. You don't have any excuses. But I think, like you know, Alvin said this. It's like if you want this team to stick around as constructed, right? If you're the, if you want to keep playing with the people you're playing with, if you want the, the, you know, if, that you have to go win games. Like there's no, there's no way around it. Like that's, that's what it's always been. And so like, this is that kind of game to me. It's like if you can go win this game and you can create positive vibes and then you go out to LA at seven and seven and you have a chance make something happen the final three weeks this is the game you have to win yeah it's and it's a, coming after the last game you had to win and that's kind of the position you put yourself in every game has playoff implications every game feels like a playoff game and that's basically what you have here but you made a good point that we really are you know the nfl wanted parity they wanted to create a situation where any team could win any year and that you didn't have these dominant mm-hmm. dynasties that were always winning and these perennial cellar dwellers who were never winning. And you're right. They've accomplished that in large, uh, in large because they've got so many teams that are right there middle of the pack. The vast majority of the teams in the NFL right now are in the middle of the pack somewhere, and they all still have a shot, including the Saints. The Giants beat the Packers, the Patriots, and the Commanders on a three-game winning streak. They seem to have this momentum. There's all this excitement about this character of a quarterback who does this thing with his fingers, and, you know, uh, they're a fun team to watch right now, and hopefully the Saints can kind of put an end to that celebration. Yeah, it's it's kind of the expectations versus reality thing, right? Like this, it's funny because the Patriots, I'm sorry, the Giants and and, uh, and Saints are kind of in similar situations in that both both teams invested in a quarterback that you know I think has been kind of disappointing, and both teams feel like they have a, they have talent, they have a second year head coach, and they're just middling, right? And the way I put it uh, with with my class last night is like, so the the, the the positive spin on this is you're in the you're in that pack, you're in that big pack of teams that's all trying to make things work. The, but the problem is you also have to figure out where you are in that pack because there's only four teams in the NFL with fewer than five wins. And so if you are at the at the bottom of that pack, that means you are a bottom five. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Team in the NFL, right? And so you have to make decisions. You can't just say... Well, we're right there because you have to you have to look a little deeper than that. And yeah, so that's why this type of game, it's like, okay, where do you where do you want to establish yourself? Do you want to be the team that that is the laughing stock and can't beat Tommy DeVito? And you know, the Packers are in that situation right now. They had they had a chance to get over five hundred and they couldn't, you know, they couldn't get it by, uh, you know, Mister Mister Paisan, you know. Uh, so I I think it is interesting, and it's like that that atmosphere is going to be. I don't think I'm not sure the Saints are prepared for it. Like it's going to be. Uh, really, really interesting to kind of watch that guy operate. He's going to run too. That's the that's the thing that I think if you're a Saints fan, you should be concerned about. Is he didn't throw for a ton of yards in that game, but he did run for 70 yards, and that's been a huge, huge yeah. issue for the Saints yeah, all the year Saints, long. And the I worry Saints that have had problems yeah. with running quarterbacks, no doubt. Does it help yes. that it's yes. in the Superdome and they don't have that building momentum and support behind this guy uh, by playing the game up in Jersey? I mean, yeah. I mean, anytime you play at home, you have momentum. But I think if anyone's been to the Superdome in the last few weeks, you would have be you would have noticed that the atmosphere isn't the traditional, uh, let's say, loud, noisy uh, pro Saints atmosphere that you may have become accustomed to. So I don't know if it's the same advantage that it would have been, but it definitely is better than playing in New York. Yeah. Um, you know. So they're, they're, and I think right now, with with the hometown kid and the character that he is, uh, there's so much excitement there. Uh, this is not a time I'd want to go uh, into East Rutherford, New Jersey, and play a Jersey kid uh, at quarterback for the Giants. Uh, glad the game right. is here in the Superdome. We're talking with Saints sideline reporter Jeff Nowak, Nowak here on WWL. When we come back, we're going to talk about the first injury report coming out of the week uh, for the Saints today. Do we expect it to be? Uh, mash unit again or do we think some guys are getting healthy and can get back on this roster and help the Saints Sunday in the Superdome taking on the Giants we'll get Jeff's analysis of what's going on with the Saints dig a little deeper with him after this if you have a question for our Saints sideline reporter call me or text me now 504-260-1870 on the Oakland Art Jewelers talking text line not often you get to talk to a Saints sideline reporter now's your shot Call me or text me now, 504-260-1870, and we'll ask your questions of Jeff Nowak after this. I got to give a big shout-out to one of our employees here at WWL. If y'all were listening after the news at 9 o'clock, I mentioned that today is National Cocoa Day. And I was disappointed because we don't have hot cocoa in our break room anymore like we used to. And then Ian and Courtney and I got talking about hot cocoa and stirring it with a uh, candy cane and giving it a peppermint wonderfulness and even dropping and melting an Andy's candy in there. Our chief engineer, Danny Miller, somehow within 15 minutes of us having that conversation, showed up in our break room with hot cocoa, Andy's candies, 
and uh, candy canes. So now I have a nice big hot glass, or mug, I should say, of hot cocoa Mm, to enjoy on this National Cocoa Day. Thank you, Danny, so much. We're talking with WWL St. Sideline reporter Jeff Nowak. Jeff, sorry, I know you're working remotely and you're not here, so I can't (laughs) share the hot cocoa with you. All right, I'll stick with my coffee. That's fine. All right. Um, uh, The Saints injury report, as with most teams this time of year, gets long, and they were missing some very key players uh, Sunday in the Superdome when they took down the uh, Carolina Panthers. Do you expect anything to improve in terms of that injury report when we get the first look at it today? Well, obviously it's tough to say before before it comes out who's going to be on it. Uh, What I can say is this might have been one of the first games in years. Like It was definitely the first game this year where – the blue injury tent did not go up once, which is which is very rare for Wait, an NFL no, game. And no and one I, got hurt I, during, I hadn't even, you know, the game? during the game. But then at a certain point, I was like, I haven't talked in a while. What's going on? I'm like, oh my God, isn't it like in the second half of a game, probably 80% of the sideline reports are like, ah, he limped off the field and now he's in the blue tent. I'll tell you what happens when he comes out, right? We didn't have that once, which is, you know, rare. So I didn't even realize that until you just said it. Yeah that's, yeah, that's good. So at least the picture didn't get worse Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Right, exactly. That's kind of where I'm going. Is like so. The uh, hopefully when the injury report comes out, there aren't any new names on it. The only guy that I might that we might see added is Brian Brzee because late in the game he was getting worked on by trainers dealing with a shoulder thing. Dennis Allen said it wasn't anything significant, so he might be limited. Who knows? But that's a name. Um, but yeah, so Isaiah Foskey and Kendra Miller are the only two that were declared out for the game on Friday of last week, and their status has been frustrating to say the least just because you're talking about rookies you really want to get these guys reps and you just can't you know and uh isaiah both guys got hurt in the bears game isaiah re-aggravated his quad injury kendra's dealing with an ankle um so those two you'd like to see them back because you want to see them improve but yeah i would i would hope that you would get guys back i think Taysom is the biggest name that you want to see return rashid shaheed you know he's another guy that you're hopeful he can get back this week because it's just a big game but yeah yeah, Cam Jordan it seemed to be in good spirits yesterday, uh, other than the incident that happened outside of his giveaway event uh, for the children where he was giving them away, giving away some shoes. Um, but hopefully he's back as well uh, for the Saints yes. uh, on Sunday. A lot of people talking about Jimmy Graham. Man, three-quarters of this guy's catches are for touchdowns, uh, but we see him <laughs> rarely. It's like he comes out of witness protection, catches a touchdown, and then disappears again. Uh, five targets this season, four catches, three of them touchdowns. Do you think we're going to see more of Jimmy Graham in the offense down the stretch here? I do. I do. You know, I, I think, you know, the funny thing is we're talking about health and we're talking about Jimmy Graham, and I do think those two things are related because when you're talking about Jimmy Graham, it's a guy who is going to have a limited package of plays. That was always going to be the case. He's 37 years old. He's not going to be your three-down tight end, but he is valuable in the red zone, and we always knew that. But early in the season, you know, going through week nine, it's funny because we talk about the injuries now. Up through week nine, this was a very healthy football team, and you didn't have, you know, a list of inactive players that was like five of them were hurt, right? You have to make five to seven players inactive every week. You can only have 48 players active on game days, and that's offset by anyone you elevate from the practice squad. So I think what happened over from like weeks eight through 12, right, is you're trying to figure out like, man, okay, so you're – we need to have this guy active. We need to have this guy active. We need to have this guy. Someone's got to be inactive. So who's it going to be? Well, it's got to be the guy that doesn't play special teams. And they, but I think what you're seeing now over the last few weeks, and as you've seen the, the 
production that has been there that you just like, it's a complicated problem to figure out in terms of the numbers, but it's not an impossible problem to figure out. And you just have to find a way to make that work. Maybe someone else has to pick up slack on special teams that wouldn't otherwise, right? Maybe you have to do something to get him active. Um, But it's just the upside of having him on the field in those red zone situations, which, you know, you're looking at a team that struggled in the red zone all year. And now all of a sudden has scored touchdowns on seven of their eight, of their last eight red zone trips. And if you had been even remotely close to that level of production throughout the season, you'd have won at least one more game, probably two. Um, so, yeah, I think you're going to see more of him. Again, it's not going to be this huge workload in terms of in terms of reps, right? But you do want him on the field. Like, like you've seen the Saints lose games where they're throwing fades into the end zone. Like, they're throwing jump balls, like the, the Hail Mary against the – the Vikings, wouldn't you like to have your six, seven guy on the field to potentially go up and get yeah. that ball? Right who's who's got a history here. of playing basketball and can box out like nobody else? Exactly. Exactly. Uh, and it's like, I, I want him active for that, uh, for that opportunity. And it's just, especially now that you have all these guys on IR and you got these guys in the injury report, it becomes easier. And so I think that's what you're going to see. The Saints really do at this point still control the outcome of the season. I hate when people say control their own destiny or their own fate because fate and destiny by definition are uncontrollable, but they do control how the season ends for them. If they win out, they win the NFC South and they are in the playoffs and these are winnable games down the stretch and they've shown particularly like in the fourth quarter with the offense and throughout that game with the defense and special teams that when they when they put that all together, this team has the opportunity to do good things on the field. Yeah, I think people, when, when people say control their own destiny, they take that as like a positive thing in terms of like, oh, you're being optimistic. And it's like, no, I think it's more of a morale thing, right? Like, I think it's more of like when you can go into that locker room and say, guys, if we win our games, we're in the playoffs. All we can do is go out and win our games. And if we do that, we make the playoffs. Now, when you can't say that, it, it beca- just from a morale perspective, it's, it's demoralizing, right? It's like, oh, so we can win our last four remaining games, but if this team also wins their games, we don't make it? Like, that's just from, a, from an emotional perspective that's not helpful, and you never want to be in that situation. <laughs> and so not being in that situation now, especially knowing that you have four games left, I think it's like, okay, you know, we said all year that we think we can lock in and get this done. Well, this is your chance. you got to do it. Um, I also think that the, the schedule is pretty favorable to them in the sense that they're getting the Giants on a short week coming to your place. Yes, you have to go across country to play the Rams, but, I mean, from my perspective, I, I'm okay with not playing on Christmas Eve. I don't know about the players, but I imagine they're in the same boat. <laughs> oh, I'm, and I'm, then you have, be happy to be home on Christmas Eve. They get, they get that Thursday game out of right. the way in L.A., yeah. If you had to play any Thursday game, it would not be the one that may let you be at home on Christmas with your family. Um, and then you have a 10-day mini buy to get rested for these final two division games that you know probably can and will decide the nfc south so like there's no excuses left it's either put it's put up or shut up and i think these last four games is going to be what you know when you're in the front office and you're trying to make you know these these last evaluations to see what kind of changes you have to make in the offseason and what you're going to do and how you're going to move this team forward these last four games it's like these are this is your chance to make an impression on on the front office on the fans on yourselves and uh yeah that's what it is so there's every motivation for the players to be successful, every motivation for the coaches to be successful, and every motivation yeah. as a team to be successful because, again, you still control whether or not you make the playoffs. Win and you're in, and, and you're right. I think that's a much better message 
and these are winnable games. And we'll see what happens to the Bucks and Falcons. Uh, but that game on in Los Angeles may be the most important of these because if the Bucks and Falcons both win out, and the, except against the Saints, even if the Saints beat them but lose to the Rams, then they're not in. Yeah, you can't lose any more of your games. And if you and every game you lose needs to be offset by a game that someone else loses because you're going to lose a tiebreaker to both of those teams. So you can't finish with the same record. And that's 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 the problem of losing some of these winnable games earlier in the season is you set yourself up in a scenario where there is no margin. You know, uh, if you can beat the Falcons, then you have a huge margin. And because you didn't, now you have to thread this needle. What is the focus got to be for the Saints as they get ready to host the Giants on Sunday in the Superdome? got to be to defend right like if you can if you can force the giants to be a passing football team um you know they're 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 you know as much as everyone loves tommy devito i don't think anyone wants to see him dropping back at least not the giants want to see him dropping back 30 times and throwing the ball so you got to stop the run you got to tackle i think that's been a huge issue for the saints over the last month is just the tackling getting quarterbacks to the ground getting running backs to the ground like you look at it and you say like oh that was a three yard gain but then you go back and you watch it and you say, well, they had him in the backfield for a three-yard loss, and they whiffed. So it's, you know, it's only a three-yard gain in the score sheet, but it should be a three-yard loss. So it's a six-yard net gain. And it's, those plays change drives when you can get them. And it's like you can – it's every play, it seems like the first guy that gets to a ball isn't getting the guy down. And that, that's, that, it's tough to improve as a tackling team over the course of a season because you just don't get a lot of contact work. You know, it's the collective bargaining agreement and all this and – you know, so uh, it's just these guys got to lock in and find ways. I think they have found something with Zach Vaughn in the pass rush that I think has been effective and I want to see more of. Nephi Sewell has played well, so I think he's going to have a bigger role. You know, I think when they go heavy, they're going to shift DeMario and over to over to Sam and have Pete stay on the field instead of having Vaughn come in at the Sam, right? And that gets Nephi on the field, which gets you a little bit more athletic. So maybe that'll help. Um, but to me, that's it. It's got to start on defense because uh, this was always supposed to be a defense first team that dominated teams with a, with a, with a strong secondary to get up to the quarterback and they tackle. Right. And uh, that's what you're going to have to do to win these games. Yeah, I think you, there's no doubt about that. And if you can do that, if your defense can really be the superstar defense that we've all expected and they can run the ball effectively and not get away from the run, uh, the the future is wide open and very bright potential, potentially for the Saints. Jeff, thank I mean, you so much. I also want to see Derek Carr play better. Let's let's be real. Like I need to see Derek Carr prove that he is the that he is the long term answer at quarterback. Um, and, and he's not, got a chance to do it. And not only right? in the fourth quarter. He's got to do that. Yeah, let, let's do that yes. throughout the game. <laughs> Exactly. Well, Jeff, we hope you have a good time on the sideline. I know you'll be out at camp today to get that first injury report, and we'll be looking forward to hearing from you on Sports Talk this afternoon. Thanks for joining us here on WWL. Yes, sir, Dave. Thanks for having me. All right, Jeff Nowak, our WWL Saints sideline reporter. All right, what do you want to talk about? We got 20 minutes left here for anything you want to chat about. You want to talk about the Saints uh, and uh, your level of optimism in their potential for success? Hey, come on. They want a must win. If they win this weekend, how can you not start to get excited about the potential for winning the NFC South and making the playoffs? Right? We can talk about the State of the City address coming up tonight from Mayor LaToya Cantrell. What do you think the state of New Orleans is? The lines are open on that one. I'm going to go get another mug of hot cocoa. Uh, my wife and I had a very serious debate about whether or not peppermint belongs in hot cocoa. What do you think? I just stirred this first cup of hot cocoa I had 
with a candy cane, and it was really good. Peppermint in your hot cocoa or not? All of this and anything else you want to talk about for the next 20 minutes here on WWL. Call me or text me now. The Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Text Line, 504-260-1870. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.